Hello, and this is Mrs. Paranormal. It is a Sunday afternoon. Let's just call it noon, because it's 11.59. Close enough. It is blue skies, slight breeze, uh, mid-40s. I was going to take a walk today, but I changed my mind. It's still too chilly for me <laughs> and my bones. Anyways, you guys, thank you for stopping by and listening to my podcast, Wisconsin Investigators of the Supernatural. Yes, I am a paranormal investigator. I have been from 2010. It was when I first got into the into teams of the paranormal. And then there was like a lot of issues and team drama and so on and so forth. And then I'm like, you know, I'm just going to start my own team. So I came up. Well, okay, I lied. Me and Amanda, the co-founder, came up with, with Wisconsin Investigators of the Supernatural. We originally called, excuse me, Female Investigators of Wisconsin, I think is what we originally came up with. But then I'm like, well... What if we get a guy on our team? So we changed it to Wisconsin Investigators of the Supernatural. I haven't had any cases in quite a long time because I think COVID pretty much screwed that up for me, which is fine. Sometimes it's kind of weird going to people's homes, you guys. I have to be honest. Um, it's just, you're just like, oh, uh, okay, I see. Uh-huh. And the one house that we went into, I, I, the last one I can remember anyways, um, they had, I don't know, four kids, and they looked like they had just moved in, but they had no furniture. It was really weird. They had, like, a bed in one room, a couch, a TV. It was just really weird. There was, like, no, and they had no covers over the, um, the outlets, which is, it was just very strange. But anyways, they kept hearing, hearing things and feeling things that we couldn't really, we didn't get anything out of it, and this, this person was so paranoid of uh, what they were hearing. She called their landlord and moved out. And it was a very strange situation, you guys. Um, so needless to say, I don't really miss doing residentials. I would prefer to do business if I can. Or go on an investigation where I have to pay. I know, right? It's getting to that point now. <laughs> Anyways, yes, I am home. You can hear me squeaking around on my futon. So yeah, that's where it's going to go. Um, What else? So anyways, thank you guys. I got sidetracked. I've had my Duncan, as you can tell. Um, yeah. So thank you for stopping by and listening to my podcast, Wisconsin Investigators of the Supernatural. I am on TikTok, you guys. I'm not 100% um, active like all these other paranormal investigators that you see. It's w.i.s of the supernatural. And then you'll see a picture of me. I have five followers. And I'm following like 10 people, so still very new, not even two weeks old on TikTok. I only did one video of Diana the doll. Uh, we kind of, it's very interesting. I had my millimeter out. And if you go on TikTok, if you're not TikTok, that's totally cool. I get it. Uh, with, let's see. Twitter is at W-I-S Supernatural. So it's W-I-S-U-P-E-R Natural. That's on Twitter. Facebook, you guys already know. I've said it a thousand times. Plus, it all says it in the name. Anyways, I had Diana the doll sitting here. And I've had her for, I don't know, maybe 12 months now? No, maybe. Anyways, so I was never sure what her name was, okay, you guys? I remember getting an M, an M name. And then recently, I got a C for Celeste or D for Diana. So I sat her down. I had my millimeter going, I had the K2 on her, and I had the ghost box on her. 
And I said, is your name Celeste? I got nothing. And then I said, is your name Diana or Diane? And the millimeter spiked to yellow. I'm like, okay. So then I, of course, I asked, you know, repeat it again. Can you confirm your name is Diana? And then it did spike to yellow. It did it twice. I, I believe it did it twice. And then I was ending the, the, pod, the podcast, the talk, whatever you want to call it. And the K2 kind of blipped a little. So what I did was yesterday, I got out again. I put her on the chair. Got her all set up. I didn't do a TikTok. I was just experimenting with her again. And it did not set off the millimeter. Also, REM pod and the ATDD. Uh, it's got like it's an atmosphere temperature display detector. Nothing. But the K2 flipped a couple times to yellow. And there was nothing around the K2. My phone was way, way off to my left. Way away from it. So I wasn't causing any inter- interference. Um, the only thing I did know this is that when you take the K2 and you put it up to, um, we'll just call her A, it went crazy. So I don't know if the signal from A and the REM pod had anything to do with it, if the K2 meter, if, if she's like too close to the K2 meter, I don't know if it's picking up a signal from that, like it can your phone, if it's too close to your phone. So I have to experiment with that. Other than that, um... I think I told you guys, no, maybe I didn't. It was this week, huh? Last week. I'm working and I hear a knock. A single knock on what sounded like the door. Just, I would try and mimic it if I can. Um, Hold on. Let me see. I gotta get up. Squeak, 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 squeak. Don't just love futons. Like that. So I'm working. It was quiet and I hear a... Like that. Just like that. I'm like, hmm. Like, hello. I'm like, you can come in. You know, can you do that again? Of course, nope. You don't get it done again. <laughs> One and done. No idea who it was. Uh, I don't know why they did it. But it was like just 100% a knock. It wasn't a car door. It wasn't snow falling. It wasn't. It was in the room with me. So that's kind of cool. Uh, last night, I did put some cat balls on Diana to see if she light up in the middle of the night, but <laughs> I was sleeping, so if they did, I didn't see it. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, you guys, so anyways, back to the TikTok. If you go on there and you, you see who I'm following, if you're into that, follow some of the people I'm following on there, because they're really neat um, investigators. They're good investigators. I've talked talked about Epic Paranormal before. He's such a trip. <laughs> he's such a freaking trip. Eric, anyways, he's fun to watch. And the haunted side doesn't do the YouTube so much because now he's like a TikToker hardcore. So you guys can always follow him on there. If you're into that, if you don't, I totally freaking get it. Back to me, as always, I like to open the podcast with what's going on with me, uh, investigations. So the first part of the podcast will pretty much be about what's going on with in my world, my crazy world. Um, So in May, like I mentioned to you guys, I am going to be doing an investigation and come to find out they are opening up a new area that has never been investigated. It's the men's quarters, I think it was called. So that's going to be cool. And I had no idea. I'm just like, well, I feel like investigating. I got to itch up my butt. You got to get scratched. (laughs) Plus I can bring my equipment. So I found that out. So that's going to be cool. And then in September, right here in Lula, Wisconsin, uh, it's called... Oh, shit. I forgot the name of it already. Great Lakes 
something or other. I'm sorry. Anyways, they're going to be having um, kind of like a like a Paracon. Big name. I don't know how they did it, but they got big names like Jason, Sherry, Shane Pittman, Dave Schrader. Uh, Michelle Bellinger, I guess, is coming, which I didn't see her on the list, but I was told she's coming. Uh, and it's a Friday through Sunday kind of thing. And uh, me and my husband, we're going to go probably Saturday because I have a feeling that's when a lot of them are going to be there, Jason and Sherry and all that. So that's in September here in Wisconsin in Glumbula. And the tickets, I I have to say, they are right in line with all the other paranormal uh, conventions or whatever you want to call them, Paracons. They're right spot on with the ticket price. So I'm not going to bitch about that because they're spot on. You could do VIP, but, oh, Adam Berry's going to be there too from uh, Kindred Spirits. Not Amy Bruni, not uh, Chris Williams, nor Dustin, but... Anyways, so I don't want to do VIP. You know, it's, it's, no, it's a hell of a lot more expensive to do VIP. So anyways, I'm looking forward to that. That just literally just popped up. I'm like, hey, we should go to that. So it's affordable. It's definitely affordable. It's literally in my backyard. It's like maybe a half hour away. Cannot complain about that either. And it's in September. Weather should be pretty decent and Honestly, you guys, I don't usually like to plan that far in advance. That's not me. But I'm like, you know, if I don't do it now, I'm going to freaking regret it. So I'm just going to get the tickets now. And then, ta-da! So that's what's happening for me so far. Nothing else on the horizon that I can see. But you know how that works, right? You go online and you're like, oh, hey, <laughs> that's happening. Let's go. So no traveling. As I've mentioned before, <clears throat> I'm not going to go to the Michigan Paracon thingy because a lot of those people are going to be here. In September, so yeah, I no need to travel if I don't need to travel, right? Right. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Um, the weather's slowly getting better, so hopefully I'll be able to get out and do some outside investigating. I don't know if I'll do the TikTok thing. I'm still very new with it, you guys. Uh, YouTube never took off for me because it's, as I mentioned before, they're so freaking, their guidelines are so strict. Twitch is really lenient. Um, TikTok is very lenient. YouTube, no. You have to have at least 100 followers to go live and da-da-da-da. And TikTok, I don't think... I don't know. I've never tried it, but... All right, you guys. Enough babbling about me. So today's stories... Oh, you know. You can email me at p-a-t-t-y-i-n-w-i at gmail.com with your stories. I will share them on the podcast if you'd like. Also, before I forget, um, on Spotify... I get this, you guys. <laughs> it's so exciting. I was a 3.8 rating. Drum roll. Oh, well. And now I'm a 4.4. Thank you, you guys. Whoever did that, I really appreciate that. That is on Spotify. I'm a 4.4 rating. That's freaking awesome. Me, myself, and I. <laughs> it's a crazy podcast, you guys. Totally raw. I don't script anything. I don't have any cue cards. I don't have posty notes everywhere. I rely on my rely on my old brain, yeah. And Duncan, of course, because without the Duncan spark, I'm nothing. I'm just a puddle of poo. That sounds kind of gross, doesn't it? Puddle of poo. <laughs> it's a new title of a song. Puddle of poo. <laughs> what does it do for you? <laughs> all right, all right, all right, right, right. All right, anyways, these stories that I found are a little longer than usual. Uh, they're just... I don't recognize the titles, and I do read the first couple of sentences just to see. If they're too long, 
I honestly get a little bored with it, so I prefer shorter. So here we go. Alrighty. If you guys hear cars outside, I apologize. I am home. <laughs> Stupid little freaking ads. I hate that when they pop those up. Alright, what's this one? This is from the lineup. The lineup.com. Um, ooh, 23 terrifying true tales of people messing around the Ouija. Oh boy, I may get sidetracked because these are so freaking long. I don't like long stories, you guys. I just, one, it's, <laughs> I lose interest. Two, it gives me a higher percent of messing up and fumbling in the words. So I'm trying to scroll through some of these really quick to find something what I would consider short. Okay, here's one. A strange, sorry. A strange voice spoke to my daughter. My twins were two months old and barely sleeping through the night. As most nights go, my wife and I, whose room is adjacent to nursery, we woke around 2 a.m. to some, some crying coming from one of the cribs. It was my turn to get up. So I sauntered over to the grab. It, it actually says that. I sauntered over to, to Gab. Oh, <laughs> Gabe. <laughs> Gab, oh my goodness, Patty. <laughs> to Gabe, and I hear a woman say, "It's okay, Gaby. My wife." Oh no 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 no! Delete delete delete. Start over. And I hear a woman say, "It's okay, Gabby." My wife goes, "Did you hear that?" Uh, she didn't say it. I didn't say it. To this day, we have no idea who the voice came from. Who the you know if it was my wife's voice. Mm. Got it. Yikes. Ah, is this one? <laughs> All right, this one's called I Saw Death in My Bed. All right, here we go. I was sleeping in my in-law's house. At around 1 a.m., I woke up to death. What? I woke up and death was by my bed. A hooded skeleton, the whole bit. I could not breathe in it. I felt the most profound sense of peace. Huh? Wait, what? Wait, wait, wait. Death is at your bed. You could not breathe and yet you felt the most profound sense of peace wouldn't you be scared anyways i spoke to death and it's funny he has death all uppercase telepathically and said i'm ready to go and i was truly unafraid and i was ready to die death said death said i have you but not yet and vanish i went back to sleep and tried to re recap that dream that sense of peace i had stupid cartoon death dreams for the rest of the night nothing like the first dream what if that was a cartoon death dream Good Lord. All right. I woke up at 6.30 to hear my father-in-law screaming. <gasps> His wife died in her sleep. Oh, my God. Time of death, 1 a.m. <gasps> oh, I was not expecting that, you guys. Oh. I'm an atheist and a lifelong skeptic. This experience shook me. I can accept that I had a dream, but the sense of peace that I resigned to my own death. I have no experience or belief to base that on. Then there's a coincidence of my mother-in-law's death at precisely the moment. Sure, it can all be explained as coincidence. My story isn't proof of anything, but it shook me. I can honestly say my life changed to that day. I live better and careless about things. That was weird. Good Lord, that's a long one. Hmm. His room was destroyed by demons. Or by a demon, oh my God. A family friend, let's see, a friend picked up some weird stuff from a yard sale. Some things with weird symbols and such, but it still looked cool. 
He placed it on his dresser, and we left for pizza. We come back an hour later. The room is destroyed. Everything had been thrown around. Dresser drawers pulled out, clothes on the floor, closet doors torn down, and the stuff he bought sitting in the same place. It was completely undisturbed. Dun, dun, dun. That's too, 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 too long. The security centers went off when no one was around. Okay, let's see how this one goes. I'm curious. I work in a nursing home, so we have weird things happen all the time. Um, shock traveling across the hallway by themselves. Socks, tra- <laughs> shocks, socks traveling across the hallway by themselves. Huh? Cupboard. Cupboards opening and stuff flying out. Lights turning off and on. Washing machines just sit all full of ice, ice water, no reason, etc. But our Alzheimer's unit has the most activity. All of our Alzheimer's rooms have specially, special sensors so we know if the residents is getting out of bed or leaving their room. It is to assure we know what they are, you know, what they're doing if they don't, you know, so they don't fall. Well, one particular night... Sorry, one particular night, a call light kept going off, promptly followed by the room's bathroom sensor being tripped. The room's residents had passed away three days before, and we didn't have anyone else in there yet. So we turned it off about four times in three hours. We were pretty, we were pretty creeped out. Then at 10 p.m., just an hour before I got to leave, we heard a lady screaming for help. We ran back to the source, and it turned out to be in the same room. The bathroom sensor started going off again, right when we got there. We had to check in case some other residents had gone in, but there was no one there. The sink and shower were both running full blast with ice-cold water, though. I turned everything off and reset the switch, and gently pulled the door closed as I left. Halfway through closing it, someone said someone or something slammed it closed for me. I almost, I almost had my shoe caught in the door. I refused to go back the rest of the night. Hmm. Okay. Interesting, right? So you guys know, you know, you so know by now, or if you don't know, welcome to the podcast. I love Ouija boards. I collect a very small collection, you guys, nothing major. No, I don't use Ouija boards, not yet anyways. I don't know. I prefer to use two people as opposed to one, but as my story, my theory goes, I don't know who I could trust to use with a Ouija board. I can't trust that person, no. Okay, so sidetrack. The Ouija boards that I do have, I got them at Goodwill, right? Um, no, there's no creeping sensation. Nothing has ever happened weird to my house. Nothing like that, you guys. Um, when I did try to use a Ouija, I put my hands. I'm like, okay, I was in the mood, so I put my hand on the Ouija, on the planchette. Good lord, is it easy to move? I mean, you literally just freaking just if you were to like get a twitch in your finger, the fucker's gonna move. It's so I don't know what you want to call it. So so uh. Not soft, but glossy or something. So I could totally see why these these uh, planchettes move easy for people. It's not. It's. Uh, excuse me. Um. It's so easy to move. I was kind of blown away because I'd never really. I played with one years ago. Long story. Nothing happened as usual. Right. So, anyways, that's my point. It's very very easy to move. I can totally see how. It can be man- manipulated. By uh, the players, if that's what you want to call them. Totally. Totally can see it. Oh, oh, oh my God, you guys, I got to share this with you. I'll put it on, um, excuse me, Facebook, maybe on TikTok. I ordered, okay, guys, I have um, 
uh, pendulums. I love them. Fascinated by them, okay? Uh, there's one that I bought years ago. It's a crystal one, and it, it sounds stupid, but it totally talked to me. It's it's scraped up. It's got some boo-boos on it, but I'm like, I don't care. I'm taking this, so I bought it. I bought on Etsy, which I've been looking for for a very long time because I'm going to try and prove a theory because I like to experiment with shit, you guys, because uh, I'm partially skeptic, and then I also believe, so I'm half and half. I bought a pendulum stand. Now, my friend Michael, who is a psychic, he said they work very well. This way, you guys, it will totally dismiss me from moving it. Because you know how they say the pendulum when you're holding with your hand, even though you're steady, your brain is like actually making it move and all that stuff. So I want to prove that if I put that thing on a stand, a flat surface, and it actually, it's really cool. Um, It comes with this board that says, yes, no, maybe, blah, blah, blah. And then it comes with another board that I bought the whole thing. It's like 28 bucks. I'm like, that's a good deal because it's all handmade. Maybe other, and it comes with its own um, uh, pendulum. Pendulum. But I'm probably going to use my, my favorite, my crystal one. So, isn't that cool? I've been looking for one of these, and I've been trying to experiment here at the house. I'm like, I can't find anything that I can hang it from, or like an arm or a nail that I can just... Because you got to stand there with your hand under there, you guys. It's freaking a pain. It's, it's hard to hold your hand up like that, you know? So, I'll let you know when that comes in, and I will experiment. It's not supposed to be here until late February, early March. That's cool. It's here in the States. I try to buy local if I can, you guys. So, I don't care. All right, back to the story. I apologize for me. The, no, I don't apologize because this is the podcast. This is what I do. All right, here's, here's a one we've never heard before. We saw a lady in white. Why are they always wearing white? That's my question. All right, the supposed lady in white. Mm-hmm. A buddy and I were relaxing on a porch late night uh, to the Michigan border. I don't know, at a friend's house staring into the woods. I see something. I say, hey, Donnie, do you see that? He says, yeah, it looks like some chick standing there. (laughs) Now, this is about 100 feet away, and it kind of freaked us out. So we kept staring, and then all of a sudden, it zips off to the right as if it were floating. We looked at each other and freaked out so bad, we ran inside the house and slammed the door. His sister looked at us crazy, and we tell her what we've just seen. She she told us that she's seen the lady in white ghost, and it's uh, it's common around this area to see her. Still to this day... Just the thought of remembering that floating, zipping motion thing irks me. Why would it irk you? Irk is like, why would you be mad? It's, oh, well, that's just silly. Why would you be mad? Okay, what do we got here? My friend can predict the sounds of screams. What? Anyway, a friend of mine tends to wake up in the middle of the night and then, then go to sleep a few moments later. I'm reading it verbatim, guys. The weird thing is that almost every night he wakes up at 3.38 precisely and shortly after a gruesome howl, like a freakish, freaky, powerful scream, but at low volume, will appear for approximately 10 seconds and then just nothing. I wish I could just say he was crazy, but after I crashed at his place one night, he woke me up just after himself because he was screaming, so he woke himself up and he said, Now listen, I heard the scream too. I have never felt such intense fear in my life. I, no, I, mm, mm -mm. (laughs) oh, these are not the best, you guys, I'm sorry. I blinked and everyone disappeared. No, I heard strange sounds upstairs. 
Oh my god. Something we couldn't see poke spoke my name. Poke my name. Oh my god. I saw a shadow figure move across my bed. These are just not that good. They're long, but they're they're like bleh. Not impressed, people. Yay, see woozy woozy yep yips. Pinball, get this one. My pinball machine started playing on its own. It's a pinball. It's electronic. If it was unplugged and it started to play on its own, then I'd be a little more ee. But hey, by the way, you guys, I love pinballs. Love it. There's a place out here in uh, Wisconsin called the Garcade, and it's all. Sorry, I'm looking for um. More stories. Anyways, so it's a pinball, like a whole wall of pinball. It's got old, um, like, 1980s games that we used to play when we were kids, stuff like that. So, yeah, it's out here in Wisconsin. I go there once in a while. I saw something on here, and I wanted to click on it. Most haunted tunnels in the world. How do you know they're haunted? Mm -hmm. Damn it, where'd it go? There we go. This is going to be a weird podcast, you guys. I'm all over the place today. I'm sorry. That, those, I thought those stories, those stories were good, but mm-mm, they're not. All right. Here we go. Doing the Ouija board with six or seven people. Only one of my friends knows Latin, and he is not touching the oracle. The context, the contact starts speaking to us in Latin. How do you know it's Latin? Unless you know Latin, right? This same friend later pulled his hand back from the oracle having received what looked like a small scratch on his wrist not bleeding but bright red as if it was fresh his girlfriend at the time was plagued by a contact they made and would wake up with strange bruises on her legs excuse me that's too easy to do Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Ooh, here's a good one a creepy doll all right i can lean back for this one I have a terrifying story about a Ouija board. I got a call from my cousin who said that he, his brother, his dad, and his best friend were using a Ouija board in their basement. You know, that's why spirit stories in the basement. Poor things. Prior to starting, they took a large porcelain doll out of the room because it was creepy and it played... Does this sound familiar to me? It placed on the adjacent room facing down on a pile of towels. I think, yep. I've read this one before. Pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, I read that one before. Damn it! My dad was in the spirit world. I talked about my dead father. Spot on, it was just so freaky. And talking about my dad kind of makes me uncomfortable being with. <laughs> to begin with, done. The Ouija session opened a portal to dead. Why would you ask a portal? Oh, God, why would you ask how long you're going to live? That's so lame. Um, That's my stomach, sorry. I can see you through the window. I was about 12 or 13 spending the night at a friend's house, goofing around with the Ouija board, him and his sister, and were, and we were getting all sorts of gibberish, gibberish plus words spelled out. Just kind of scaring ourselves for fun, not taking it very seriously when we got the message, I can see you through the window. And then I can see you through his eyes or something like that. There was just a small window in the basement room. There we are in the basement again, you guys. <sighs> Where we were. And just the backyard and woods past the driveway visible through the window. We asked for more questions and it said, I'm under the car. So we went, so somehow 
So we somehow got up the nerve to go outside and flashlight and peer under the car where we saw a huge black cat, which was hissing. (laughs) What the fuck? We ran inside, freaked out, and at the exact moment, the power power failed and all the lights in the house went out. We just about actually shit ourselves. A few minutes later, the power came back on. We sat up till dawn that night, scared, and never played the Ouija board again. What is this? How can you escape a killer you can't see? I don't know about that. Oh, you people. Wooden chipper accident. We lost 10 hours. The accurate death. What did I say? Accurate accurate death prediction warning. I need poo. I need, that's it. I need poo. Only did it once when I was like 17 in a room full of people. And one kid said something like, this is all fake. I need poo. Before he finished the word proof, the lights in the entire house went off. If that was a coincidence, it was the oddest one I've ever seen. No one else was in the house and the fuse box was buried in the back of the closet. The kid's dad had to come home and turn it back on. Said it never happened before. The entire circuit tripped. Hmm. Let me show people the people getting scratched. Oh, I'm not going to say that one. That's a bad word. Uh, my grandma's my grandma bans them from her house, the Ouija board, because once when she was younger, her and her friends messed with one. They asked who they were talking to, and it spelled out Satan. And then her friend, who owned the board, started convulsing from, and from then on, swore she felt the presence when she sleeps. Ay ay ay, this is not a game anymore. Max is always around. My stomach's making noises. June 24th, 1987. <laughs> lame. Wow, dudes. Totally lame stories. I apologize. That was a screwed up one. <laughs> Sometimes I would I would delete this podcast, but I'm not going to because I don't feel like... This is so lame. I'm sorry. I don't feel like researching stories and coming back on and recapping everything I just said. So if you totally want to fast forward through it, I totally get it. Just listen to the first... 10 minutes of the podcast and you can stop. <laughs> Anyways, you all, it is 30 minutes into the podcast. So I apologize. Those are kind of lame stories. Not the best. Um, I had better hope, high hopes for those. I really did. They're just, they didn't start off really good except for maybe one or two. And then they just sort of freaking failed. I'm like, boom. Anyways, you guys, this is, um, now it's 1230 Sunday. I got some errands to do. So thank you so much for the ratings on um, Spotify. I really appreciate it. I'm a 4.4 rating. Yahoo. Thank you for listening to this crazy-ass podcast. It's totally raw. Like I said, I have nothing scripted, no posting notes like other people do. You don't hear me flipping pages and all that shit. I just scroll through the internet. (laughs) So you hear my finger tapping on the screen. (laughs) All right, you guys. Everyone take care. Again, I am on TikTok, uh, uh, Twitter, Facebook, email. All of that, if you're into it. If you're not, I totally get it. Um, I think that's all I wanted to say. So, you guys, thank you so much. You take care. Have a wonderful week. And I should be back here next Saturday. The next few Sundays are going to be sketchy because my husband's off. And I don't like to do when he's home. You know what I mean? Too much noise and so on and so forth. So, I'll probably try and do these on a Saturday. All right. All right. So, you guys, I'll take care. And this is Mrs. Por- <laughs> Pornormal. <laughs> Pornanormal. Pornanormal. <laughs>
I did not just say that. <laughs> Try again. All right, you guys, have a great work week, vacation, uh, whatever you're doing, retirement. Take care. I should be back here next week. And this is Mrs. Paranormal signing off.